about your 2000s middle school experience, okay? No, this talking- is about 1996, y'all. Welcome to Bubbles and Books, a podcast about two of the best things in life, books and champagne, brought to you by Amanda and Ellen, co-owners of your local independent bookstore, Don Beard Books in Inside Iowa. First, give me a cheers. Okay. Okay, we're ready. And yeah. books are sexy. Welcome to this episode of Bubbles and Books. The Shambongs are staying. Shambongs forever. Cheers. Cheers with the shambong is a little bit cumbersome. It's a little bit cumbersome and dangerous. We've had a computer spell and we don't know how long they're going to last. They're very durable, but I mean, I break things. And Rachel's sitting here and she breaks so much shit. Yeah. (laughs) And we love her for it. All right. Because it's part of who she is. You guys, I just said all right again. All right, all right, all right. I might as well be Matthew <laughs> you McConaughey. It's my favorite word. choose a word that we say a lot during this episode. Okay, mine's I'm all I'm going right. to misuse literally in this episode a lot. Like literally all the time. I'm going to miss you? I'm going to misuse oh, okay. the word literally. Literally. I'm, that would be very- I would miss you if you were not brand here. for the topic of conversation to say literally a lot. Yeah. Literally. Okay. Let's get to the point. All right? All right. Literally. <laughs> okay. What are you reading, Ellen? We're reading the same fucking book as you. It's and Mariah. But a read. And Jess. Everybody's reading it. The whole world is reading it. Rebecca Mackay, you are hot right now. I have some questions for you. It's the title. You are literally on fire. Um, um Yes, it's I have some questions for you. And you are further than I am. But sure. Mariah came in the office today and she was like, oh, I'm reading the best book. And I said, what are you reading? And she said, I have some questions for you. And I said, I'm reading the same book. I started it last night. And it is one of those. It's like a true crime podcaster. It's a fiction book, but mm-hmm. it's the premise is like true crime podcaster. Um, but the the podcaster is like has had a relationship like a friendship roommate type of relationship with the victim of a crime. Right. And it's playing into the worldwide trend. I would say not yep. just American trend of vulnerable young girls who are raped or beaten or killed and our sensationalization of those cases. And which cases we choose to sensationalize. Exactly. And which we choose to ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, like from the first, I'm like already like mm-hmm. super into it and mm-hmm. I'm not far into it. And it's one of those books where I'm like really looking forward to reading it tonight when I get home. I would say I'm probably more than two thirds through. And it's one of those books that y- you don't know where it's going. Literally, you don't, you don't literally. Know. All right. <laughs> you don't know where it's going to go. So I'm excited to see how all the threads are pulled together. What? What woven tapestry <laughs> emerges. We get to be, emerges from all these bits. So we'll update you on where <laughs> where we fall on our enjoyment of I have some questions for you next week. Cool beans. But all right. Okay, literally. So we have been hanging out this week at the middle school. Which is so much fun. Doing a book fair. Mm-hmm. It's actually my former place of employment. I mm-hmm. used to teach there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I have a middle schooler right now, as do you. Mm-hmm. 
And so we have been very immersed in middle school world the last yeah, few Yeah, in their days. culture. And so today is a special tribute episode to middle school. To middle school, and specifically the middle school that they're trying to mimic. So we're the original 90s middle school. They're trying to yes. be second generation yes. 90s middle Snaps schoolers. that. Yeah. Yeah. So my middle schooler recently mm-hmm. told me this was, quote, and I will, mm-hmm. you know, caveat here i don't think i'm a millennial i think i'm more gen c but i'm i'm on the cusp anyway doesn't matter she said millennials have contributed nothing culturally and i was like sit the fuck down you like look at what you kids are wearing i saw her boots that the is, other night that is 90s appropriation it is you, appropriating our culture our 90s culture yeah we did that first. And you know what? That's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, I am, I support them in doing that, but don't tell me. Don't shame us. That our, that our generation contributed nothing culturally when you are literally wearing, that was not a misuse of the word literally, literally mm-hmm. wearing the clothes that we wore and listening to the music that we listened to. Actually, it's like, slightly. Don't tell me that when you're wearing a fucking choker, okay? Yeah, but it's don't not literally because then they would literally be wearing your hand-me-downs. You know what? Because that would be the literal interpretation you know what? of the clothes we wore. Touché. Yeah. So you're literally wearing imitations, <laughs> target imitations, because, you know, now everything that's cool. Like, we had to, we had to invent the wheel. What was that? Um magazine used to get in the mail 17 no 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 the clothing one the little catalog <gasps> delias delias you are a walking talking delias model oh my god yeah i whenever you'd get that in the mailbox were you like score yeah and then you'd like flip through it and then you'd be like mom can i have this for i want all I these shadows? things she's like no i want all these things <laughs> and you would circle 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 so let's take you back okay so 90s. this episode is called it's middle school bitch, bitch. The more things change, the more they stay the same. They really do stay the same. Okay. okay. So the thing, the things we're observing are first, we were talking about fashion trends. The kids are wearing Doc Martin, like heavy soled boots. You can see it in the way they walk. I remember having a pair of Doc Martins and being like, these are heavy as fuck and I never want to wear them, but I spent so much money on them. I have to wear them all the time now. <laughs> Do you do you remember footwear at yeah, all? Yeah, I used oh to. God. I had Doc Martens. Do you remember slides? Adidas slides. Oh yeah, those are back. Yeah, it's it, yeah. So it's either like '90s wear or it's like athleisure, right? So um, athleisure wise, this is back again. The oversized T-shirt. That's mm-hmm. like, but specifically the and the ripped up jeans, mm, grunge, mm-hmm. the champion I'm brand T-shirt. I'm literally a millennial too. So mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, I wasn't. I don't know why you think this is about you, Rachel. Adidas well, sandals, champion brand T-shirts, Umbro shorts. You remember your Umbro? Oh yeah. Like my kids will be like, I need my. Um, they need their Nike spandex. That's like the thing my kids have to wear all the time because they sleep in them. So I, we went the to music. Middle, we went to middle school. Together, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, and we weren't in in any of the classes together. Though you know, we obviously passed each other in the hallway. Yeah, we probably bumped shoulders. We probably did. We and might have signed it, each other's binders. It, did you sign binders with a whiteout pen? Is it weird to think that we went through middle school and we probably walked by each other like every day mm-hmm. and not interacting? 
Who would have ever thought at that, that time? That we would oh, be together all the time. Forever and forever, ever, literally. Ever, literally, all right? <laughs> all right. So middle schoolers, you never know. The you person that you're, your your locker mate, the person right next to you, that could be the person you're wedded to for life. Oh my God. In your great business aspirations. Okay. <laughs> the music. Okay. Uh, so we, we're we specifically looking at 97. Yes. And this is going to be a little bit of a mixtape medley for you that okay. we are going to perform. So you say the song and we'll give a little performance of oh it. Oh my God. My favorite. I'll be missing you. Because that's when I graduated. No, wrong one. Puff Daddy. Oh, you do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was New Kids on the Block. Oh, that was I'll Be Loving You Forever. Oh, my God. How embarrassing, literally. Um, It's I'll Be Loving You Forever by New Kids was what I was singing. Unbreak My Heart. Unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Okay, there we go. Undo this hurt you cause when you walk okay. through the door. Okay, go on. This one's been canceled, but it was a big part of our middle school. I believe I can fly. I believe I can open a bookstore. We did it. Um, How do I live? How do I live without you? I want to know. I don't know the second part. How do I breathe without you? So I had a friend whose family was really into country. I was raised on Motown because my mom is a music snob and she was just so above country. But then I ended up with a very good high school friend. What's up, Lori? I don't know if you listen. <laughs> um, and all they listened to was country. I'd be in their car and we like. That's how that oh was exactly God. me too because I grew up on oldies because my parents loved them. Mm-hmm. And then like my good friends in high school, Aaron and Sarah, yeah. were country people. Now we're country people. Yeah, ish. I mean, yes, we're not the Toby Keith kind. We're not gun in my truck. Okay, let's see. Ooh, wanna be the Spice Girls? Mm-hmm. Everything about Spice Girls. <laughs> If you want to be my lover, gotta, gotta get, get with my friends. Okay, Actually, I... Stop right now. Thank you very much. Rachel thinks she's cool, but she was just a fucking okay, kid. Okay, this one's for you. Mbop. Mbop. Ba-do-ba-da-ba-do-bop. Ba-do-ba-da-ba. Hanson's gonna be a Riverside Casino on May 19th. And she's going... <laughs> okay, there's so many good ones on here. Oh. Um, we were only freshmen, but we weren't freshmen. Oh, we were only freshmen. Verve pipe. Yeah. Um, I always think of, what if God was one of us? <gasps> what if, if God, God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Oh, that was literally such a deep song. Okay, so we were... These are just like the Billboard year-end Hot 100 singles that I'm going through, but like regionally <laughs> presence of the United States. Oh yeah, you guys need to sing that because we lost that footage. Yeah. Or that audio itch. We lost that audio. <laughs> Pigeons come from a can. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown. I wonder what 
at the hair salon. Country gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Move into the country gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Okay, also. I wonder what this hair salon is. Yes, I'm sure this hair salon next door can hear us. Um, Green Day was really big. Um, So you either have that like kind of like sort of grunge. Oh, Little Doom Buggy. I love Doom Buggy. Um, And then, of course, um, we were talking about No Doubt. Oh, you got to love No Doubt. Yeah. No Doubt was so cool. Um, Here's another one for you. It's a boy band one. Um, Oh, let me see. Where are we? Oh my God, more Spice Girls say you'll be there. Okay, so those are some of the sounds and the kids are listening to it again. Literally listening to it again. My middle schooler likes to listen to Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. um, Green Day, and again, has the nerve to try to say that I've got nothing cultural. I got my daughter, Elena Smorset on vinyl. Because oh, I love Elena Smorset. so good. I, do you remember, um, what was it, Columbia Records? They would send you the record thing and you would like subscribe to it and you would get so, so many CDs in a month. Mm, okay, You're so privileged. I was. My parents let me do it. But my mom was so rude because she kept trying to confiscate CDs. Like, And I really put my foot down on Jagged Little Pill. I was like, you will not. Take the CD Jagged Little me. Pill was the best. It's one of the best albums ever. She also tried to take Jewel, put my foot down on that one. You know which one they confiscated from me, but then I found in my dad's office at work. What? The Fugees. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. Literally. You guys. You guys. Okay. Um, let's see. Movies. This was the era of the movie theater we all went to the movies yes we did we were out of control middle schoolers in the front row of the movie theater we sometimes got kicked out but it was the era of the movie theater it was so good no (laughs) netflix and chill and you didn't have like the fancy theater seats either no we were roughing it right it was so good Something Um, people of Rachel's generation would not understand. The number one movie (laughs) of that era was definitely Titanic. Like Titanic. My heart will go on. And Leonardo DiCaprio. And Kate Winslet's boobs. Oh, I didn't think about her boobs. (laughs) That's like the titular scene. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, when she was posing nude for him to sketch her. I got titular. I played along. Okay, I was there. You have to say all right. Okay, remember all right. Good will hunting. I love that fucking. How about shit. them apples? Yeah, it was so this good. This was the beginning of Matt heart. Damon and Ben Affleck. Their bromance. Okay, Scream Two came out, <gasps> which is just part of the whole Scream era. Like, and then the other one that happened at this time was I know what you did last summer, and I always think of the fisherman. <laughs> Did that movie creep you out? It did because I always think of that like fisherman hat and like the raincoat and it makes me think of a dick. It was like this whole, <laughs> it was like this whole teen horror movie. Yeah, like, it was. Um, I remember screen, I watched it by myself at home, like after everyone went to bed, which was a really stupid idea. And then we had one of those scream masks and my brother mm. knew I was watching it and he hid in my closet. I don't know how long he hid in my closet. 
with that mask on and then like the vacuum cleaner attachment that looks a little bit knife like <laughs> burst out of my closet with it, scared the shit out of me. That's evil. And I would have been my not pants. Close. Yeah. <laughs> men in black. That was that was there. Um Here come the men in black. It was so good. That was when um Will Smith was a little more relatable. Yeah. <laughs> well, get the help you need. Uh Austin Powers, my favorite. <laughs> All I asked for was sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their foreheads. <laughs> You're pretty good. Okay. Um, here's something I was talking to my kids about. Do you guys pass notes anymore? And they don't. They don't pass notes. I have like hundreds of folded up, creatively origami folded notes from middle school. Me too. I had that a was, whole drawer for, they were, for years. Yeah. And they're so amazing. So here's what I know my kids do. They all have school issued Chromebooks or what have you. So what they do is they create shared documents and they type in the shared document back and forth. And that's their note passing. That blows my fucking mind. I know. Any teacher could access that. I know they're stupid. Yeah, it's not so smart. They get Turns out millennials were smarter. Yeah, we were Literally. smarter. Um, I used right. to have a notebook that I would pass back and forth. I did that too. Yeah. We called ours the John, and we would arrange to go to the <laughs> bathroom at the same time, and then we would pass the the notebook back and forth. I still have mine. Do you have yours? I don't think I do anymore. Oh my god! But it I has kept so it for a long stuff. time. It was so, you really There's realize, probably one out there. I should never get famous or run for office because there's probably some questionable shit. Well, you know what? That would just make you, even with the current lawmakers we have in office. Yeah, it'd still be better. We'd still be better. Yeah. You know who should run for office? Who'd be better? Holden. Your son. Yeah. He would be better. He has that like evaluative um, eyebrow that looks at people like, are you serious? You're like, that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, I don't buy it. I'm not buying that. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. What else did they steal from us? Oh, bucket hats. They totally stole from us. Um, Bike shorts. I never mm, wore them in the day, but mm, they're wearing them now. Bike wearing sh- them now. Um, I don't know. They like to just walk around and shove each other. Yeah, they're very handsy. I would really like to be that way, where when someone is just rubbing me the wrong way, I'm just like, <laughs> locker, locker slam. There you go. Just leave me alone. Just slam me I, in the locker. When I taught middle school, I don't know how many times in a day, and I love middle schoolers. I think they're really fun. But you have to have a cer- certain temperament and mindset to work with them every day, and I like, I just got exhausted from it. But- so many times in a day, I would just think to myself about things they were doing. Like, why? Yeah. Literally, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. That's not going to end well for you. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you sticking a paperclip in the outlet? I don't know. Like, why would you? That what we're supposed to be writing a paragraph right they, now. They that whole <laughs> I know, like <laughs> developmental psychologists could explain quite a bit of this to us, but really, the cause and effect connection they don't get that like they don't get if i do this there will be consequences and i'm not just talking about you get sent to detention it's like if you stick a paper clip in an outlet you might fry your finger like they don't get that they don't understand impact 
They don't understand the long-term impact, both uh, with their words and their actions. Yes. But, gosh, I'd go back for a day. Would you I time would, no, travel? No, hell no. Oh, my God, it'd be hilarious, I, Well, though. I mean, if I could, like, have my mind now and go back for a day. Mm-hmm. But I don't, wouldn't go back to being Kay. that age. So one of the things we were talking about, I was like, oh, I can look up some books, you know, that we were reading at that time. And it was hilarious because it's like we I have always identified as a reader. But can I think of a single book I read in middle school? No, probably not. I mean, I was reading a little bit of V.C. Andrews, <laughs> like because it was a little bit edgy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I totally. All we were thinking reading, about. And I also slacked on my schoolwork. Yeah. Because I was it was just like hormones. Yeah, hormones are like city. Yeah, which Rachel like has not gotten over. Literally, she's still hormone city. But all 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 you cared about was boys. Oh yeah, that's all we talked about, and that pisses me off. (laughs) Are the boys doing that? Are they like the girls? The girls? The girls? The girls? I hope so. They are not in the same way, probably. But I just think about our middle school children, and I'm like. Do not waste a second of your time worrying about whether that guy thinks about you at all. It's such a waste of time. It's so much wasted time. Staying up till 4 a.m. in the morning on the phone, you know, that's fun. That builds friendships. But if you're just talking about boys the whole time or girls, whatever your interest is. Well, it's the social dynamics. There's nothing like it in middle school. No. You want so badly to differentiate yourself. Mm-hmm. But you also have a need to fit in and be accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your body's doing a lot of weird shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know what? Cheers to you, middle schoolers. Yeah. And cheers to middle schoolers of the 90s, like ourselves. The OG the middle OGs school 90s kids. of the... 2003, 2023 middle schoolers. You owe us for our cultural enrichment. You do. You really do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what we got about middle school. We're going to sling some more and books. And I think we're going to try to find some pictures of us in middle school to put on this podcast. And I think we should encourage our listeners to also post yes. pictures of them in middle school. Yes. Share your middle school pictures with us. We'll pick a favorite and we'll send you a prize. <laughs> Can we do that, Rachel? Producer? Yeah, Rachel. Sure. Thanks, okay, Rachel. Rachel, I'll make sure we reward you for your middle school pictures. But only 90s middle schoolers are eligible. <laughs> don't show us your 2000s. I don't think that's fair. Oh, okay, I, fine. Awkward Our, middle school pictures from any time period accepted. You need yeah. to send me a picture of your we, middle school We're going to. But we may have a bias. Okay. Toward the 90s. Ellen and I are going to pick the winners. We do want to see everybody's because you know what? We have a lot of readers who are younger than us and we love you. And older than us. And older than us. So if you have a middle school picture, send it our way. And fair game, we have to share it. So yeah. only send it if you're okay with us sharing it. Or post it on, you can post it on the Yeah, socials. yeah, that's how we're going to get it. Yeah, post it in the socials. Rachel will tell you what to do. Yeah, just do what she says. Okay. This week, we have some fun things coming out. We have some historical fiction. So we're moving very quickly from middle school 90s to the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> okay, four the four wins. wins. Krista Hanna. She's Literally, awesome. we thought we saw her at Bainbridge Island, but I don't think it was her, but it might have been Okay, her. back to last episode. We were on Bainbridge Island, which is where Krista Hanna lives. I had my eyes peeled the whole time. 
<laughs> I don't know if it was her or not, but it was a blonde lady walking a dog. And I was like, is it her? <laughs> I hope it was you, Kristen. If it was, we thought about you. Okay. Also in historical fiction in paperback, The Diamond Eye by Kate Quinn. Based on a true story of Lyudmila Pavlichenko, who was a, shut the fuck up, Rachel, who was a sniper in World War II. Badass women we love. Okay. Not that Rachel would know. Uh, The Love Wager by Lynn Painter. This is a new release in paperback for our romance section. Tell us about it, Ellen. Um, These two people hook up in a hotel room. She regrets it. She's like, this sucks. So she's going to like turn over a new leaf. She's going to be more, more responsible with her dating. Um, And then who's the first person she connects with on the dating app? The guy who she hooked up in the hotel room. They're meant to be. And they agree that their interaction was not great. So they are going to help each other. And so when they go on first dates through the dating app, the other one will be present in a different spot of the location. And they'll be like there if the date bombs. And then they go get tacos afterwards. Now, guess what's going to happen? Duh. Love. Okay. I'm really. Sex. Love and sex. Both are good. (laughs) I'm really excited about this last one in the romance paperback category. Love and Other Flight Delays by Denise Williams. Our favorite. She's our local author. She technically lives in the Des Moines area or Urbandale. Uh, We won't give you her exact address because you (laughs) creepos. Leave her alone. Um, But she teaches at Iowa State, and she is a very generous author. We've been running a signed and personalized pre-order campaign for this new release. Um, It's three romance novellas all set in an airport. So if you're traveling for spring break, this is the one to grab. Yeah, especially if you want to hook up in an airport or, like, join the Mile High Club. Ew. Have you, are you in the Mile High Club? Hell Tell no. Tell the truth, Amanda. I, no. Rachel, are you? No. Ellen <laughs> is in the Mile High Club. No, I'm not. Okay, good. Ellen, are, I mean, wait, how many times have you been on a private plane? <clears throat> with my family. Yeah. With no my family. You're doing in the bathroom. Ew. All with airplane bathrooms are the same. Yeah. I don't think I could get comfortable in airplane. There's just not enough space, you know? Right. Okay. But... In addition, like it basic, you know, we don't need it. You want to be comfortable. Yeah. Not in a place where people poop and pee. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. Okay. Okay. Hardcover (laughs) is one of my, going to be one of my favorites of the year. Already read it. It's called Hello Beautiful. It's by Anne Napolitano. She is the author of Dear Edward, which has been made into a dramatic TV miniseries. This is loosely inspired by Little Women. There are four Padovano sisters growing up in Chicago in the 1970s. They have a man in their life. His name is William. He's like Lori. They have parents, but this is not Marmy and father. These are parents who are very flawed. The girls each have their own baggage. They're fucked up in their own way. So it's about the trajectory of their lives. But like Little Women, the love the sister shares is what draws them back together over the decades. I am obsessed with this story. Um, So if you are one of a close-knit family, a lover of Little Women, you'll love this one. Really cool ones coming out in kids. Mac Barnett, I always call him the big hitter of kids' children's books. He doesn't Um, literally hit children. No, he does not hit children, but he hits hits onto the New York Times bestsellers. 
Um, he is paired with one of my all-time favorite illustrators, Christian Robinson, for a book called 20 Questions. Mm, uh, it mimics the game, 20 Questions. That's in picture books, graphic novels, Hoops by Matt Tavares. He has put together a graphic novel about a girls basketball team. It's slightly historical fiction. I'm not sure what era. I think it's the 70s um, when girls started playing competitive basketball, um, which wasn't that long ago. Such a shame. This is going to be a very standout graphic novel. And then excitingly, we have a picture book called This is a Story by John Shu. I got to meet him at Winter Institute in Seattle. Um, he is Mr. Shu or Mr. Shu Reads. Follow him on Instagram. He has appointed himself the ambassador of children's literature and libraries. He travels the country raving about the importance of books, the books he loves, sharing joy and acceptance with readers everywhere. He Ellen just knocked over her shampoo. But unlike Rachel and Amanda, mine was empty. Yes. When I knocked it over. Very good. So no Which I think is shun. an important distinction. But Mr. Shu very generously purchased uh, in advance copies of his books from our store because he's an amazing person with the intention of these books ending up in the hands of kids who need their own hurt book, a book that makes them feel loved and belong, belonging. Um, so I'm excited to give those books away. Thank you, Mr. Shu Reads. We love you. All right, <clears throat> here's what's popping at the store. Boop, boop. I'm not going to be doing story time because I'm taking a vacation. It's literally going to be Emily tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yep, 10 a.m. story time. Emily's going to show you a good time. Um, she's very... <laughs> Come for a good time with Emily, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thursday. Thursday, we have book club. Good with choice. Me, 10 o'clock, and we're going to be talking about Babel. And I think this is going to be an awesome discussion because there's a lot to talk about with that book. Friday, March 17th, it's at 7 p.m., is Found in Translation Book Club, discussing the book Jawbone. Saturday, the 18th, is Writer's Lab, and they're going to be talking about practicing world building. Mm -hmm. Very popular series if you're an aspiring writer. Um, check into this on our website, dogyardbooksings.com, um, and see what they're up to. It's a great opportunity to talk about different uh, components of the craft of writing um, and help you along your way in your writing project. Yes, and it's a great way of like building community with other writers. Mm -hmm. All right, Sunday, the 19th, 2 o'clock, Cafe Philosophy. The question they're discussing is separate but ethical? Ooh, that's that heavy. Means, it's led by Chad, um, our lover of philosophy, psychology, and, and economics. He's also a teacher. So I'm really interested. And then also that night, Sunday the 19th, 6 p.m., between the covers, we'll be discussing secretly yours. We love you guys. As opposed to obviously yours. Mm -hmm. Or literally yours. Or literally yours. All right. <laughs> All right. Keep the champagne flowing and the books going. What did we say we were going to say at the end? Oh, it's our birthday. It's our birthday. We've been doing this for two years. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. We yeah. should celebrate by come buying a book from us. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hope you liked it. Bye. Remember, uh, subscribe, like, follow. Because you want to find out what's happening in dog-eared books every single week. Yep. And if you don't live in Ames, you can always follow us on social or hit our website to order books. Follow us at at dog-eared books Ames or at dog-eared books on TikTok. 
All right, listeners, keep the champagne flowing and the books going. This is so great. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs>